You're listening to The Second Level on SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, with way more than the scores, here's Aton Shander. Well, as I mentioned, all hell broke loose yesterday after we got off the air. We had the show ready to go, and we were all locked into a Wednesday, easing our way into the NFL draft. But we get a huge trade, and we have to determine just how big it is for Miami, how much of a loss, if in fact it was at all, for New England. So we go out to the progressive guest line and bring in a man who knows the NFL in and out. He played in the NFL for 12 years at a high end at the tight end position and now is everywhere, former West Virginia alum, of course, and he'll use any opportunity to remind us that. College football analyst for ESPN, Jets preseason color. You can even see him pop up on the home shopping network. That's the versatility of one Anthony Becht on Twitter, at Anthony underscore Becht. Eight-side Shander on the second level. First and foremost, A.B., how are you and your family doing, man? Hey, Tom, what's up? Everybody's well, family's healthy. Uh, you know, being in Florida, one thing we have every day is sun and good weather, so we're able to go outside a little bit around the neighborhood and, and just kind of hang out. But, uh, you know, life's good. Give me some time to look at some of these draft picks and kind of survey the land a little bit, like I think a lot of people are, and I think we're all looking forward to the draft on Thursday. Yeah, it's low 40s back home, man. So anybody in Philly listening is like, come on, Beck, really? You had to rub that in? <laughs> Got to do it, brother. <laughs> so let, let's look at the big news. What's your first reaction? You already know Tom Brady's the quarterback. You've already digested that. Everybody in Tampa Bay is excited. You, you got the new Brady jersey and everything that's available for you. You wake up, you pop on Twitter, whatever you were doing, to then find out about the news. What's your first reaction to Rob Gronkowski is now a Tampa Bay Buck? Yeah, you know, it's kind of the same feeling with Brady. It's a little bit surreal, you know, to see these guys, number one, in different uniforms for the first time in their career is is hard to fathom. I think uh, we'll all have to wait and see when that actually comes true and people visually see with their eyes at practice and whenever football gets going again. But, uh, I mean, it's huge. I mean, you're talking about arguably, at least not, you know, at least for Rob Gronkowski, the best tight end that's ever played the game. Uh, we know what Tom Brady is, but you know I don't know if there's been a better tight end in the last 30 years of football than, than Rob Gronkowski. And you know he left really still with a lot of juice in the tank. And um, th- this is big. This is an equalizer. Or any any in- inclination that you thought that maybe the the race got tighter in the division, then you would probably disagree. It, it really comes down to now. What do you do to stop the Bucks And the weapons at the disposal of Tom Brady are really ridiculous, to be quite honest with you. It's kind of video, video game-like. But Rob Gronkowski comes back to form, gets himself ready to go football-wise. It could be scary on Sundays watching this team go. Uh, without seeing him, of course, are the expectations for this team and, and offense built and predicated on that connection? Or is it more so, Anthony, hey, you've got Evans and Godwin even another tight end, depending on who's there, to go to Gronkowski is a luxury, but he's one hell of a luxury to have. Well, the goals of the NFL defense is to try to where the plays or the pass plays or the quarterback can go. You know, they can always take away a weapon and force you to at least go somewhere on the field that's 
you know, okay, look, you're good. You can make the, the connection. That's fine. But we're going to try to limit your opportunities. What do you do now as a defense? You're not going to try to take away Gronk with two guys because you got two elite receivers. And you say the same thing across the board. So now it's just a matter of, you know, well, what are defenses going to bring to the table with these guys? You know, I, I think initially it's Tom's so good, he'll hit the open man. I mean, it basically comes down to that. You know, he's not going to be the, the rookie or the second-year guy, you know, connecting with his favorite guy every time. But I promise you this, that he'll have an option to, to go to anybody he wants to. And when you're talking about a guy that is elite pre-snap, that diagnoses information and knows the answers before, you know, you finally get everybody on the same page, it's going to get scary. And, uh, you know, look, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have to, you know, shore up their offensive line, hopefully in the draft here. That'll be key because you don't want Tom Brady on his back with all these weapons. And they'll have to increase their run game a bit. But, you know, look, this is the best, this is the best core on paper in the league right now, in my opinion, as far as the versatility matched with speed, length, matchup problems. I mean, Kansas City has a lot of speed problems that you have to match up with. But, man, this is a very similar deal where you have speed and size combined across the board. I'm telling you now, it's, it's, it's going to be hard to stop uh, the, this offense come, uh, come season time. Which offense is going to create more headaches leading up to a game? Is it the one you just laid out in Tampa Bay or the team that I assume they're chasing still in New Orleans? Well, you know, honestly... I would say, you know, from, from an offense, from all three of those offenses, the one that honestly you'd lean on is, okay, a lot of speed and a quarterback that can really create. That That's tough to beat uh, when you're talking about stopping offenses. So the ability for Patrick Mahomes to still pass, pick you apart, but yet move is, is gigantic. I mean, that, that's just that extra X factor. The one thing that, 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 that with, the, with the Buccaneers system is that, okay, yeah, Tom Brady's not going to be able to run away from cats. We get that. He's not going to be that guy. But now your range of being wrong and your range of guys catching balls in a, in a different radius than maybe a 5'9 super fast receiver opens the floodgates to a lot more plays that can be made with one-on-one coverage or just kind of getting the ball out in space to wherever they are. These guys can go get the football. They can go jump, leap. They got the height, the length. I mean, those are the things right now that are going to be tough for defenses to stop. I mean, you just can't get physical, go man-to-man. It's just those things won't work against those type of things. And, of course, you know, with, with the Saints uh, and their offense, and when you're, what you're seeing with them is yeah, you have one elite receiver, and then you have a quarterback that can diagnose information like the best of them, and the Tom Brady's and uh, the, the elite quarterbacks of the league do. So, uh, again, they all have their advantages. I, I would say this. When in doubt, and you can just throw it up in the area, and you have guys that can get it, that, that's, that's extremely helpful for a quarterback. Anthony Beck joining us at Anthony underscore Beck. Aton Shander at Shander Show. For me, the defense, how big of a problem is this? Is this going to prevent, ultimately, Anthony, the Bucks from either winning the division or going far in the playoffs? You know, surprisingly, you know, if you watch this team, one of the better defenses in the league the last half of the season, I think the MVP of this team is Ty Bowles. Uh, up front defensive line, I don't know if you'll have a better one in the league right now with Shaq Barrett coming off an MVP season defensively. JPP is resigned. Dominic and Sue is back in the middle to clog it up. And Vita Vea, who not a lot of people talk about, should have probably made the Pro Bowl last year. So you're talking about a defensive line now that's pretty loaded and stacked from their starters. 
You got a middle linebacker that was one of the top draft picks in the draft last year, Devin White, played with a knee brace for the majority of the season. When it, when it got pulled off halfway through at the end of the year, the guy was flying around and making more plays than any linebacker in the league. Levante David is a perennial pro, pro bowler. The secondary has always been the question. But I'll tell you what now, the rookies that they drafted last year and the, and the second-year players from the year before, these guys stayed healthy. They bought into the system. Length can play the football. They got better every single week. You know, I talked to Todd, Todd Bowles personally after the season. He said, look, I, I don't care if you give me a free agent, you give me a, a rookie a defensive back, whoever that may be, I can coach him up and get him ready. He proved that last year. So I don't think the defense is going to hold him back. You know, last year the biggest problem was being down a touchdown or two because of interceptions, pick sixes, turnovers. Those things will go away, and now we'll get to see more of a complete team. And I think it's another year together as a squad playing, understanding the system will help this team team uh, team go. Look, you're down there covering the team, played for the Bucks. Looking at what Tampa is, it's it's not a knock; it's more of a reality. They have rarely been the source of the fan, the fair weather fan. You are now at the epicenter, Anthony Beck, of fair weather fandom. Is Tampa Bay prepared to take on not only the fair weather fans associated with Brady, but now Gronk as well? Oh my gosh! I mean, you talk about boost in the arm for economies. I mean, this is not right. good for the team, the organization, but the city. I mean, the Super Bowl this season. I mean, just a lot of things going on, and you're right. I mean, this is the shot in the arm that, that place, uh, people need. And um, you know, this stadium has not been filled in a long time. And you know, season tickets were extremely off the chain when Tom Brady signed, and then of course Gronk. There was a waiting list again to get on. So, you know, people are people are getting excited about it. Obviously, tough economic times. But once things are coming back and people you know, start getting their, back on their feet again, um, I, I can anticipate uh, this just being a rock and roll, rock and roll situation for the, for the city, for the fan base. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, it's been a lot of bad luck for this organization. They do have a Super Bowl in the last 20 years, which a lot of teams can't say. But it's been a long time since they've had success. And I'll tell you now, you start bringing names like this to Tampa Bay, no one would have ever thought or dreamed of hearing those kind of names come to this area. And uh, it's, 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 it's going to be fun. Hey, uh, Anthony Beck joining us at Anthony underscore Beck. AB, I'm curious, as much as you work with tight ends, know the position in and out guys coming into the NFL. We looked at this from a sports betting standpoint kind of in the first part of the hour. I want to get the football answer from you. We had a chance to chat with Cole Komet yesterday, top-rated tight end, as you know, coming mm-hmm. out of Notre Dame. Is he a first-round pick? Is his name called tomorrow night? He can be. I don't. You know, I just dropped my mock draft on my Twitter, Anthony underscore Beck. I don't have a tight end in the first round, but but clearly, you know, Cole is a, a guy that can do everything really well. And uh, you know, there are teams out there that need that position, need that kind of player, a uh, guy that can block in line, can flex out, can run pass routes. This guy can can do it all. I actually have him rated number two. The, the number one tight end that I have is Albert O. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. Albert right. O out of Missouri, who ran a 4-3 at 6 5 two sixty. Wow. Um, he's the guy that has the, the most upside. Uh, he has some red flags from an intangible standpoint. People worry about his effort and his his, his heart in the game. And, uh, you know, just talking with him, I was able to go to Combine and be the uh, liaison tight end for the, for the tight end class this year and being around these kids. You know, he looks like he's a kid that, you know, is really willing to put the work forward. 
was given a lot of success early in the SEC, having touchdowns as a freshman. And, and as the years went on, he just kind of got a bit complacent. But when you're talking about just the tangible characteristics, height, speed, size, athleticism, blocking ability, if he can figure it out, he can, he can really be the best of this crew. And I think there's a lot of other tight ends. But, you know, if you ask me if a tight end can go in the first round, I do. But I also see a scenario where maybe 10 receivers could go before a tight end gets picked, maybe in the, in the upper uh, area of the second round. I'd like for one of those to be going to Philadelphia. That, that would just be me. I'm sure 95% <laughs> of the fan base is well up here. <laughs> yeah, well, you're talking about receiver? Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, I meant receiver. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, in my mock draft, I had the Eagles uh, landing Henry Ruggs, and a lot of people were saying, well, there's no way Ruggs would be available that late. But I'm telling you now, I I think the one thing that as we're seeing all these people and who people think is going to go where, there's going to be a lot of surprises in this draft. And, you know, Ruggs is in my top five. I don't have him in my top three. I felt like him and Jerry Judy were an awesome combination. But that was a dictator of why and how well Henry Ruggs did. So is he a guy that can be the number one uh, consistently? And I think he can. I just think that because of that and maybe some of the minds of of some teams, that they may try a different route. I have Denzel Mims ahead of him going early on, 15 to the Broncos, uh, a name that maybe is on the rise. Not a lot of people talking about him maybe going that high. I I could see it happening. So. Uh, I think that the, there's going to be a really, really good receiver available for the Eagles. Uh, that I predict them taking one, but again, how this thing falls out and shakes out with trades and whatnot, you never know. But uh, they're going to have a good choice of, of very capable receivers to pick to, to help Carson Wentz in that offense. A.B., thank you so much for the time, as always, uh, and happy to hear all things are going well with you and yours. Yeah, man, check out that uh, mock draft, Eton. Just fun. tweeted it out, brother. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, man. Good talking to you. Absolutely. Likewise, at Anthony underscore Becht on the progressive guest line. We'll wrap the hour next here.